me, Josh. Um, in this podcast episode, we're going to talk about the full moon that is happening on Tuesday, November 12th, so Tuesday coming. Um, so um, my first podcast that I did here, I'm sure, was for the full moon, actually. And I went more into detail there on, you know, the full moon itself. So if you do want to get maybe more information on just the full moon itself, you might want to check that one out first. And just, you know, you might get a few um, helpful insights from it. Um, but this this one um, about the coming full moon is just going to be a really quick thing about, you know, when it is, what star sign it's in, what it's going to be good for going by the energy, um, you know, and that kind of thing. OK, so just this one's going to be a lot more um, brief. Okay, very to the point is is the plan anyway, but I tend to get distracted and ramble on, so we'll see if it ends up being brief and to the point. Um, okay, so the full moon is on Tuesday, November 12th. It is at 25 to 2 during the day in Irish Standard Time. Um, so it, um, it would be, the time may vary depending on where you are, but here in Ireland it'll be 25 to 2 during the day. Um Star sign, it is going to be in the star sign of Taurus. So the full moon being in Taurus, it'll be a good time to, you know, take a step back and to kind of like relax at home a bit. Taurus is a very homey sign. Um, it's a time where you might find yourself, you know, enjoying more of the material things in life. You might find yourself, you know, wanting to treat yourself to, you know, I don't know, maybe some new clothes, you know, just material things. Or you might find yourself at home indulging in, you know, whatever material you see i could give examples but each to their own everyone likes different things so um you know but so you might find yourself leaning more towards that you know relying on some stuff to to kind of just enjoy yourself for a bit and that's fine um it's also a good time to you know really use you know stimulate your senses you know your sense of smell your sense of you know your t sense of feeling your sense of touch um your sense of hearing you know uh, your sense of taste really like um you know, use them and appreciate them. Um, so, you know, maybe when it comes to taste, maybe try something new for dinner, you know, make something new and really, you know, eat it mindfully and really appreciate all the flavour in it and appreciate the fact that you, you know, are capable um, and lucky enough to be able to taste this food, you know, that kind of a thing. Or, you know, listen to some music that you may not normally listen to but that, it's your, that you might kind of vibe with, you know, change it up a bit, stimulate your senses, really be aware, be present, you know, enjoy the fact that you have all of these senses and that you can use them. And also don't forget to use your sixth sense. Don't forget to also tune into your intuition for the full moon and, you know, see what it might ha what messages your higher self or your guides and angels may have for you, okay? So that is one of your senses as well. Um, what else do we have? Um, with it being in Taurus, it's also, you know, kind of a time to be more kind and devoted to others as well as yourself, of course, you know. So just take it easy with yourself, be kind to yourself, be loving with yourself, you know, be kind and loving with other people, um, you know, and make sure that you're, you know, staying devoted to the commitments you're making to yourself, that you're really doing what you want to get done, um, you know, that you're doing what you'll say you'll do, you know, stay true to you and stay true to your word. Um, so, yeah, make sure that you're being nice and kind. You should be like that all the time. We should always be nice and kind. But um, it's extra important now. <laughs> and just make sure that, you know, you're putting in the right amount of energy and effort into all the things that you want to get done. Make sure you're devoting yourself, you know, correctly or whatever wording you want to use. Um, and then the last thing I will say for it being in Taurus is also make sure to stay loyal to both yourself and others, you know. Um 
you know, maybe now might be a time to evaluate where your loyalties lie. Um, so like, you know, time to, if there's any changes that need to be made in regards to your loyalties, maybe now is the time to change them, you know, stay loyal to yourself. So make any changes, you know, that you need to make that, um, like, what's the word I'm trying to hear? If there's anything you're doing that you feel like is compromising your own sense of well-being and your own self then you're not being loyal to yourself are you so if there's any of those things make sure to you know journal write about them do what you need to do to you know change that to cut out those things that are making you betray yourself because you need to be loyal to yourself and then in turn also be loyal to your friends and family and those who are there to support you okay um yeah stay true to you boo (laughs) that's the kind of message there at the end of that Now, moving away from the star sign significance of the full moon, and we're just going to move on to what this full moon is going to be good for. And now this is kind of what every full moon is good for, so this is kind of um, just just a top-up on the full moon. So, let's see. Right, full moon is good for rituals, spells, and magic, obviously, every day. I love it. Love doing ritual spells and magic. But um, also, specifically with a full moon... The ritual spells and magic you should be doing that would benefit the best are ones for spiritual and psychic development, for love, for home and family, and for abundance. Now, I do want to say, because I've mentioned the word love, and I don't want people getting the wrong idea when I say ritual spells and magic when it comes to love. Do not ever, and I know most people already know this, try to make someone love you by using magic or spells or anything like that because that is an attempt at taking away someone's free will and that's just you know that's not a nice thing to do you know you're trying to take away their freedom their freedom their choice you know um don't try and force anyone to do anything any ritual or spell or magic you use should always make sure that it is for the best and highest good for only reasons of love and light and that everyone involved keeps their free will and that you're not, you know, overstepping anyone's boundaries or anything like that. Okay, that is super important. So when it comes to love, if you want to do some love spells and love magic, then you would kind of be wanting to look at casting maybe spells and writing spells about, you know, maybe you could write spells about self-love. You know, if there's anything you find that you want to come to terms with to do with yourself, you could do some self-love spells. Um, you could do some love spells to, you know, try and draw in the person that is meant for you, you know, not saying specifically anyone, just writing a spell and setting the intention that, you know, that you are ready for, you know, the next partner for you or for your soulmate, that you are ready for them. And then you're casting that spell. So you're not trying to take away anyone's free will. You're just telling the universe and sending out that magic that um you want to start drawing in the person meant for you and like that the spells like that could work in multiple ways because you know if you're casting a spell about trying to bring in the person that's meant for you then also you need to be at that level that you're supposed to be at when this person comes into your life so not only will this spell draw them closer to you it's also going to have to make it's going to make you have to do the work Because you can't just skip to being with the person. You have to do the work on the way to manifesting the person and to making sure that you are, you know, happy and in love with yourself enough to be with someone else that, you know, in a serious, serious relationship like that. So, like, by casting a spell like that, it's going to make you, you know, confront the things that you may be hiding from. It's going to make you, you know, do more things to love yourself as well. And in turn, this is going to draw in the soulmate or the person for you, you know. So, you know, it's kind of... 
it's interesting when it comes to love spells, okay? But again, like I said, it's so important that you don't take away anyone's free will and that you don't invade anyone's boundaries, okay? And that everything you do comes from a place of love and light and is for the highest good. But anyway, um, and obviously, yeah, abundance, you know, manifesting in what you want, your desires, you know, again, as long as they don't, um, you know, take away anyone's freedom of will and all of that. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, also full moon, brilliant for letting go of what no longer serves you. It's a good time to just really, if there's anything from the past or anything you're still carrying around that you need to make peace with, it is a good time now for you to make peace with that and just like try and heal from it and release it. Don't just forget about it, feel the emotions, let them come out, journal, meditate, whatever you need to do, let those emotions come out detox your body let you ha let yourself release them you know sometimes we need to have a physical response to do an energetic clearing so like you know if something happens to you and you're crying yes tears of water are coming out your eyes and or your whatever your eye duct i don't know but um um tears may be coming out of your eyes but so is the energy associated with that you are expressing that emotion you are letting it out instead of building it up you know, um, and same with anything, you know, a physical kind of reaction and a physical response is an energetic release, which is why it's important that we release things as they happen and that we don't hold on to them because we don't want to hold on and build up and have this big ticking time bomb going on, you know. Um, so yeah, make sure to, you know, let go of what no longer serves you because the full moon energy will really help you with that. It is a good time for cutting cords. If there's any situations, people or anything in your life that you feel like, um, you isn't in line with who you are or who you want to be, then it is a really important now, you know, you can use the energy of the full moon to cut energetic cords with this person or with this situation or whatever it is. Okay. And, um, I will actually, um, get some stuff on get a cutting cords ritual or something i will find one um or write one one or the other and i will post it uh more than likely on my instagram um well also while a new moon is the ideal moon for manifesting or at least in my opinion that's what i feel the full moon is still also good for manifesting because the moon is so powerful no matter what phase it is in the moon is is powerful okay so even though the new moon is probably the best time for manifesting there is nothing stopping you from using the full moon to manifest as well it is still a great time to manifest okay as long as you put the intention in there and you do the work you can manifest whatever you want okay again but make sure not to you know take away anyone's free will and so on and so forth um also very basic thing um Full moons are also good for crystals, you know, charging and cleansing your crystals. Now, obviously, with the weather, for me, with the weather after going a bit cold lately, um, I normally have been putting my crystals out, you know, the night of the full moon, leave them out overnight, get them in the morning. But I haven't done that the last time and for the last new moon because of the simple fact that last time I did it, one of my crystals cracked in half because obviously it got too cold outside. And then when it warmed up again, it just broke. So I was like, let's not... Let's not do that right now for me. So I'm just not putting them out at the moment. I know a lot of people say, you know, for the full moon and the new moon, you know, when it comes to crystal charging and cleansing, that you have to put them outside, you know, for the full moon or the new moon, or that you have to put them on a windowsill by the moonlight. But you know what? And I don't know if anyone else shares this belief or thought with me. But I, the more I think about it, I'm like, Yes, I do definitely, in the summer, I will definitely be putting them back out the back again for full and new moons. But why do you have to put them outside? Because it's the energy 
of the full and the new moon that we are wanting to work with and that we are wanting to use to to charge and cleanse our crystals. So why do I need to put the crystals outside or in the windowsill? Because energy is everywhere. It is all around me. The moon, you know, the energy of the moon isn't going to see my front door and be like, oh, I can't go in there. There's a door. Energy doesn't give a shit. Energy is going to, energy is everywhere. So the full moon energy is going to be everywhere. So I, I personally think for this period of time, while I don't want any more of my crystals to get broken from the cold, that I'm going to leave them in my room and I am going to maybe cast some cleansing spells and stuff like that and that I'm going to set the intention that regardless of where my crystals are that the full moon will charge and cleanse them and it will work I know it will I can't see why it won't all you need to do is tell that energy where you want it to go and it will go there if you set the intention and you put your you know you put the work in then the energy will work with you so for the time being, to stop any crystals breaking, that is my own little kind of idea that I have come up with that I'm going to do. So feel free to message me and give me your feedback on that. Let me know if you try it, if it works for you, if you feel like it's, you know, good. But um, yeah, I just don't see, you know, energy, like I said, is everywhere. It's in everything we see. It's in everything we do. It's in everything we breathe. It's in us. So when the full moon is out and the energy comes out, the, the, the energy of the full moon is not going to be like, OK, I can't go inside a house. Energy can go wherever the hell energy wants to go. So make sure you give it that bit of direction. And of course it can come into your room or into your home or into your, you know, spiritual room and cleanse your crystals and stuff like that if you don't feel comfortable leaving them outside. Or if there's no, you know, windowsill for them and that you can put them inside of. Or if, you know, you don't have enough room maybe on your windowsill for all your crystals because I don't. But, um... So yeah, that's just an idea for some of you to try. It's just, that's just my own, you know, there is no, there is no right or wrong way to do these things. Intention is the most important thing. So, you know, if you try with, you know, with the hot, for the highest good and with the intentions of love and light, why can't it work? Energy, where, what is it? Where attention goes, energy flows. So, you know, put your attention on your crystals in your room or wherever you keep them. And tell that energy to be flowing, you know? But anyway, there was me going off on one and getting distracted because I had not planned on saying that at all. Um, <clears throat> so, now, also, I started reading this, um, well, actually, by started, I mean, I'm halfway through October's edition and I need to still read November's. But um, Soul and Spirit magazine, okay? I, I do quite like it, but um, there's some stuff, some notes I've taken from it that I want to share with you um, to do with spell work. Um, and, you know, spells by day. So I got some information out of it for casting spells on a Monday and a Tuesday. So obviously I know that, like, for the likes of you, that if there's any of you listeners in maybe America, that you might want to, you know, maybe do your full moon rituals on, you know, like Monday. Because I know that if it's going to be like two in the day here, you know, if it's going to be 25 to two in the day here, that for some of you it's going to be the very early hours and you might be asleep. So some of you may do your full moon rituals and spells and stuff on the Monday. So, and also a lot of people do uh, full moon rituals the day before, the day of and the day after the full moon. So this can apply to everyone who wants it. So the day before the full moon, Monday is ruled by the moon. So I feel like also it would probably be very good to do some spell spell work some magic on monday before the full moon seems as it's ruled by the moon so monday is ruled by the moon it is a day to focus you know for your spells focus on using the water element use the color white so you know maybe white candles white ribbons whatever 
Um, set goals, so your goals for set your goals for home, for family, and for psychic development and healing. Okay, so that is what Monday is good for when it comes to spell work and magic. Okay, and of course you can still cast spells and stuff for anything else you want, but that is just things that are gonna you know that'll get that extra kick on a Monday. Okay, um, now Tuesday for us here the day the day of the full moon. Um, Tuesday is ruled by Mars, which um, it says to focus on the element of fire. Use the colour red, so you could use red candles, red ribbons, again, whatever. You know, maybe even wear red clothes while you're doing your ritual. Um, set goals for passion, um, for energy and courage to move forward. So for energy and courage moving forward in your life and with what you want to get done, okay? Um, now this... So that's the day before and the day of. Now, I also decided to get some information for Wednesday, which I didn't really get much out of the magazine for this one. There was, um, what I got from that was Wednesday's ruled by Mercury and spells should focus on the air element and use the colour yellow. So yellow candles, yellow clothes, yellow ribbons, whatever. And then I did a little bit more looking into online for this part and it would be about, you know, with Mercury being communication and stuff. Setting goals for communication, for writing, knowledge, business, travel, you know, all that kind of a thing. Personally, Mercury's in retrograde at the moment, so I'm going to avoid using the energy of Mercury for manifesting. Though, so sorry, for manifesting at the moment because of being in retrograde, I'm going to avoid that. But in saying that, I am still going to use the energies of Mercury to the advantage and you can do that too. And, and just because I'm saying I'm not going to manifest, you know, on the Wednesday because of Mercury doesn't mean you can't. Do whatever resonates for you. I'm simply only sharing what I'm going to be doing, okay? Um, so yeah, with Mercury being in retrograde, I'm going to avoid using the energy of Mercury on Wednesday for manifesting, but I am going to use it for releasing and changing things in my life because Mercury retrograde itself can be good for change and transformation, reevaluating and, you know, taking another look at things and all of that. So I'm going to take advantage of that energy on Wednesday and use that to my advantage for my spell work. I'm going to use the energy that's still around from the full moon. I'm going to use the energy of Mercury retrograde and I'm just going to use all of that to heal and release anything that no longer serves me and to move through it and reevaluate anything in my life that needs to be, you know, changed or tweaked a little bit. Um, so yes, that is Wednesday. Um, now I'll just share like, for example, my full moon ritual plans now is what I was going to talk about quickly next. I was just going to tell you the few things I'm going to do. Um, sorry, I could hear loads of noise outside and I got distracted. I was like a meerkat looking out the window. Um, but anyway, so my full moon ritual plans, I think what I will be doing is I'm going to find a full moon meditation. Probably a guided one, but there's loads on YouTube or anything and stuff like that. So I'm going to do some sort of full moon meditation. I'm going to write some spells because I was thinking maybe I would write some spells now beforehand so that I have them prepared for the full moon. But I feel like if Monday, if I sit down and, you know, ask, you know, sit in the energy of the moon and see what comes to me and then write some spells and then I can cast these spells on Tuesday during the full moon. Um, so, yeah, I'll be doing some spell writing and some spell casting candle magic and then like if we go back to tuesday it says focus on the element of fire so that would be um you know extra strong on the tuesday the day of it um so candle magic uh full moon reading i'm going to pull some cards for myself um you know to get some guidance on how i can best use the energy of the full moon and you know what i can learn from the full moon to take with me going forward um i'm also going to be setting goals and intentions um you know 
of course, set goals and intentions for what I want to do between this full moon and the next one, and, you know, what I want to make a start on and things like that. Um, also, like I've already mentioned, letting go and cutting cords. I'm going to do a letting go and cutting cords ceremony. I'm going to write some stuff up or find some stuff online that I can do for releasing and healing of anything that may still be in my in my energy field, uh, even subconsciously from the past or anything like that that's not serving me. Um, I think I may also, you know, spend some time maybe looking at the moon, looking out the window at the moon, sitting outside, staring up at the moon and just kind of sitting with the moon and just feeling how powerful it is. And, you know, maybe journaling um, if I see if the moon gives me any inspirational thoughts or anything or, you know, guidance. Um, also, um, of course, one of the most important things you can do is be grateful. So obviously, um, and this is obviously important all the time, not just on a full moon, it's great gratitude is the attitude, okay? So um, it'll be a case of also giving thanks to the universe, to, to the moon, to spirit, angels, my guides, and you know, and so on, just giving thanks to everything in my life, um, you know, both here in the three-dimensional world and both on the other side and the angels and everything, okay? Um, and now... I actually, what I want to do is, now, I hope I wasn't talking too fast, because when I get um, into something, I'm like Speedy Gonzalez, everything just like word vomits out my mouth. But, um, so now I'm just going to grab a deck of cards here that actually came with the October edition, that came with the October edition of Soul and Spirit magazine. They're Moon Mantra cards, they're 60 empowering oracle cards, so I'm going to use them as well. But what I want to do for you guys that are listening is I'm going to pull some tarot cards um, just re- just quickly to see if there's any information for the full moon that can be helpful to us all. Um, and also I will be pulling some cards later on as well to upload to Instagram for also for the full moon. So um, we shall pull some cards now. I will do that. And we will see what guidance and messages come true. And again, like, it may not resonate for all of you, but it's just going to be a bit of advice more than anything for the energies of the coming full moon, okay? Um, let's see. I'm thinking, I'm like, should I pause this while I shuffle and stuff? Yeah, I'm going to do that because I don't want this to be... Um, I don't want you to be waiting too long listening to me yabber on. But, um, okay, I will be back in just a moment with cards. <laughs> Okay, so I have pulled some cards and I'm just going to go straight into it and try and get this done really quick. Um, So we have the Seven of Cups first, okay? And the Seven of Cups in this is all about having multiple choices or having so lots of options, okay? And I'm getting from... um. With the clarifying cards we have with it. So with the Seven of Cups, we have the Nine of Swords and Strength, okay? And I feel like for some of you, um, there's a lot going on at the moment and you've got some decisions and choices to make. You know, maybe maybe this could be to do with cutting cords. You know, who do you bring with you? Who do you leave behind? What situation do you leave? What situation do you keep? You know, not always an easy decision. But I feel like some of you are leaving, um, you know, the fact that you have these choices to make. Instead of making the choices, um, you're just, you know, leaving them play and play over and over and over in your head. And you're keeping yourselves up at night and, you know, you're letting it get you a bit anxious and worried. But you need to, it's time now with the strength card, it's time, you know, to get out of that energy, to be strong and stand your ground, to be strong and, you know, really just figure out, get, get serious on what it is you want and what it is you need and cut the crap and just like be like, you know what, okay, this is what I need. It's time for me to be strong and I'm going to make that decision. I'm like, 
I need you need to so sit down, write out what your options are, and really get clear on how they benefit you, how they are good for you, you know, and how maybe even the pros and the cons, and really just have the strength to make that choice, have the strength to choose, you know, the best options for you, and cut out the rest. Okay. Now, then we have the high priestess, high priestess intuition. So again, also I like how the high priestess is out for the full moon. You know, there's a full moon. Your your intuition is going to be stronger, and you know you might be more sensitive. You may feel more like you know you may be more in tune, more psychic. You know, so make sure to listen to your gut, listen to your intuition. Uh, you know, listen to your higher self. Meditate at this time. You know, do more meditation. Make sure that you're um you know really listening to the guidance that the moon may want to give to you. And and I do feel with the nine of pentacles clarifying that. That, um, you know, if you do trust your intuition and you do, you know, follow your gut and really listen to the moon and, you know, really, um, what am I trying to say here? Really, you know, do your work, your magic for this full moon. If you really work your magic for this full moon and follow your int intuition, you will have an abundant outcome. It will be a good full moon for you. You will manifest things quicker. You will have that abundance come in. So if you trust your intuition and you put in the work, you will bring in that abundance and happiness okay now next we have the karma card um it's called karma and the witch's tarot in classical tarot it's the judgment card okay and with that we have the seven of swords okay so the way i look at this is with karma being judgment so it's like you know your karma your debt being repaid so like you know whatever you've done in the past whatever um how do i say this like um Whatever you've done in the past coming back to you, you know, so like it could this could also be up because also Mercury retrograde is a time where things from the past can come back. Um, so this could be about how basically do not worry. Now is the time for with the seven of swords. You see, the seven of swords can be about planning or coming, you know, coming up with new plans and being a bit cunning, you know, trying to plot things. Or it can also be about avoiding things. And I feel like when it comes to the start of this reading back to the seven of cups. You've been avoiding making that decision, that whatever decisions and choices you need to make, you've been avoiding it, but you need to strengthen up now and have that strength because that strength is within you and you need to capitalize on the full moon to give you that extra boost to have the strength to make the choice. And when you stop avoiding it and you make that choice, you will be able to start coming up with new plans based on the choices you have made. And then these plans will ultimately bring about karma. They will bring about judgment. You know, you will get what you what you deserve because you're not sitting stagnant anymore. You're not, you know, in the same place. You're making the choices. You're choosing to move forward with a new plan. And when this new plan is in place and you start to use it, this will ultimately help things balance out. It will help things settle out. Whatever good karma you are owed will come around. But you just need to make the choices and, you know, begin to move forward with a new plan, okay? It's time to, you know, really think about what is not serving you anymore, okay? All about cutting cords and stuff like that, really, in this. I think there's a lot of a lot of choices and a lot of um, disassociation to be done. But, yeah, once you do come up with this new plan, judgment will be served. You will get what you deserve. Every party involved, you know, will get what they deserve. You won't have to do anything. Just plan what you need to do and release for you, okay? Uh, underneath the decks then, we have the Seven of Wands and the Queen of Cups. So Seven of Wands, some of you, there's two ways this can go with the Seven of Wands, okay? It's either coming in to tell you that 
you know, you may need to watch yourself a bit at the moment. You may need to, you know, be on guard a little bit. Stand your ground. Stand up for yourself. Don't let people walk all over you. Make sure you have healthy boundaries and that people aren't crossing these boundaries. And if they do cross these boundaries, make sure to push them back to the other side, okay? Um, so, yeah, it could mean about how some of you really need to stand up for yourself and stand your ground because you're letting people walk all over you and that's not on. Um, or it can also be make sure that you're not being overly defensive, okay? Take it how it fits. For some of you, it will be that you're not standing up for yourself. For others, it'll be that you're, you know, being too defensive and too aggressive, okay? But again, take it as it fits. Then with the Queen of Cups, I feel for some of you, um, Queen of Cups is, Cups is emotions, Cups is water, okay? So, I feel this is about, again, about, like, and the High Priestess here as well, so intuition, again, with the Queen of Cups, about being intuitive, being intuitive, being emotional, being, you know, being smart. So this is a case of maybe with the Seven of Wands above it, maybe you're being defensive and you're trying to shut people out because you don't want them to see your inner emotions. You want to keep your emotions to yourself, so you're being defensive because you're trying to push people away. For those of you that are not trying to push people away, maybe it's a case of, you know, you've given too much out of your cup, you've given too much of yourself to other people, um, you know, and you're a Queen of Cups, but your cup is beginning to empty. So you need to stand your ground and enforce healthier boundaries so that people can't drain from your cup. They can only take what you give and make sure you're not giving too much, okay? Because that could also be going that way, you know, that you're giving too much of yourself and you're not having enough for your own emotional fulfillment, okay? So take that how it fits, okay? Um, but again, you are wise, you are intuitive. So again, follow your intuition and follow your knowledge and just make sure to put up those healthy boundaries with your emotions, okay? Queen of Cups can also be to do with a um, water sign, so Scorpio, Pisces, Cancer, but um, that's not important in this because this is, again, this is just a full moon reading, more so to do with the energy and for some of you, very general. But, um, okay, yeah, that I'm going to leave it at that with that information. I hope some of that resonated for you and that it kind of opened your eyes a little bit if there were some of you that maybe needed to hear that. Um, now we have two moon mantra cards that came out. So our first one is, I thank the universe for the beauty of nature and how it shelters and protects me. So, you know, again, all about being grateful for the universe, being grateful for nature and its beauty. And, um, you know, so showing gratitude, you know, showing gratitude during this full moon. OK, and maybe spending more time outdoors in nature. Um, and the other card is, I feel safe and sheltered in the night sky and I let the moon light the way. So I feel like this could be about, you know, letting the energy of the full moon make you feel safe and secure, okay? Allowing it to guide your, the way. And I don't mean guide the way as in, you know, necessarily going out for a walk and following the moon as long as you can walk. <laughs> but um, I mean, like, you know, the moon is intuitive. So again, back to your intuition. I let the moon light the way. Let the moon, the energy of this full moon, help guide your intuition and help guide your gut instincts, Okay. And let it make you feel safe. Trust yourself. Trust the moon. Trust the universe. Allow yourself to feel safe and secure and sheltered, okay? So, yeah, that is the messages I'm going to give in this podcast for the full moon. Um, I hope some of that was helpful. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and that it was informative for you. And with all of that said, um, I'm going to leave it there. Again, thank you so, so much for watching. I'm really grateful to everyone who's been showing me the support, who's been, you know, listening to the podcast when I put them up, who's been following me on my YouTube channel, um, you know, on my Instagram, on everything. I really, and people who've been getting readings from me, I do appreciate you trusting me with your energy. Um, 
and yeah, no, just really, I am so grateful. And that is one of the things, all of you that are listening is one of the things I will be sending out so much gratitude for during my full moon ritual. Because without all of the support I've been getting, who knows where I'd be now. And I just I just want you all to know that I am really grateful for that and that it does mean the world to me. Um, anyway, before I go on to uh, on a rampage of talking again, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you so much for watching, um, watching, listening. Okay, um, and until the next time, that is it for now. I hope you have a great full moon, love, light, and loads of blessings to all of you.